Shut up and sit down. Well, hey there. What can I get for you? There are a lot of people in here tonight, huh? It's This is actually light. Oh, this is a light night? Yeah, this is a light night. Do you have food? We, we actually do. We only serve steak, though, because, you know, we're the tool belt. Oh, the tool belt. Okay. Do you have steak frites? No, we don't like our steaks fried at all. No, frites, girl. We don't do frites. fried shit here. I mean, you don't do, even fry up an I old French? Th- I don't think you get what I'm talking about. I mean, you're here at the tool belt. Okay. Tell oh, me more. You're wearing a tool belt because you're a man. Now, I don't have a tool belt on, actually, ma'am. I don't know where you think you're at, but this is a tool shed. And if you head yourself out back, you're going to see plenty of steak out there. Oh. We're talking grade A fucking beef. Now, I have a question for you, sir. What's your name, by the way? Troy. Okay, Troy, do you, do, does anyone at this bar smoke cigars, perhaps? Not indoors. It's illegal oh. indoors, but okay. out back, probably on the patio. Step on the patio. Okay, what I'll have is I'll have a large mojito and a cigar to go smoke on the patio. We don't do mojitos, so I don't have fresh mint. You know what? You know what I have to do for you? I've always been told that the patron is first. So I'm going to paint you on painted trash. Now, he wasn't going to give me my mojito. Oh, girl. He wasn't going to give me pretty much anything that I asked. Now, who? Who? I think his name, he said his name was Troy, but he sounded a little bit like Tommy's tits. If Ooh. I'm being honest. Okay, now Tommy liked to pierce the titties. Right. And he was telling me I couldn't have a mojito. And you know what I have to say to that? This is not sweet, okay? Okay? Okay. Now, ching, ching, girl. Ching, ching, girl. Now we're back. Now we're back. Now we, we had to take us a little, what's the French word for break? Uh, rendezvous. Ooh. We had to take us a little rendezvous last week. Rendez- uh, a little voulez-vous. Couché. Couché avec moi ce soir. Okay, soir. Do you know that I said this morning, Jeffrey said to me when I woke up, he said, Como esta? And I said, Ustedes. But I don't know what that means. I don't, it sounds but it like is you were thing. trying to be Gloria Estefan. Como esta ustedes? Okay. But es- what does ustedes mean? I have no idea. I don't speak foreign languages. I failed them yeah. miserably. What did you have to take in school? Well, when I was in middle school, because that's when they started with the the Not the in bullshit. the South, girl. High oh, school. I, uh, well, I started in the seventh grade. And okay. I took, because of my heritage, German. Oh. Okay. Now, that's yeah, my German. That's, I mean, I, I like Turdenburbles. Yeah. I like Strasse. Because when I was in Germany, fucking every street was Strasse. Okay. Bergen, Strasse. Girl, that's because it means street. street. Okay. Yeah. 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 But everything in I Germany. I failed is, it. I yeah. failed because you had to take, it was it was uh, standardized tests. Uh-oh. Okay. And you had to pass them. With the bubbles? Was it a scantron? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Trash. So I've totally failed it. And they put me into remedial German. And they wanted me as a high school freshman to travel over to the fucking middle school to have to have remedial German. <laughs> and I refused to do it. So I took the music plan. And it's five credits. That's five years of music fit into four. That's what I did. To they get wanted you to ride diploma. that short bus. Well, and I wasn't going to do it. You're not going to shame me. You're not okay? going to shame me with the crook and screw. Now, before you tell us who you love, girl, who are you? Casey! Oh, she aired out. 
Yeah, that was actually my hole that did that. Okay. And yep. who are you, girl? Say it through your hole. Girl, she's going to say it through her hole. Her name is M-A-R-K. That's Mark. Yeah. It's Pop a four-letter word, bitch. Now, okay. let's tell the kids where we went. Well, kids... I'll tell you, first of all, our port vintage is from the Anthony Road girl out of the Finger Lakes. That's the rosé. Rosé. Tell of the, Cabernet oh, Franc. Yeah. It's quite delicious. It's tasty. Well, kids, we're back. And this is after just a quick little rendezvous. Voulez coumouche avec moi. Ce soir. Okay? To the desert. We're talking the homeland of the gays right now. Oh, yeah. And that is going to be Palm Springs, California. It is a paradise in the middle of the desert. We went ahead and rented us a house. Now, this house was amazing. It was everything. So I just want the kids to picture it. Picture this. Okay. You've got walls to the street. You can't see the house. Oh, yeah. And the pool's in the front. Yeah. And all of the... there There are windows, but most of it is doors. And so it opens, and you can just leave the doors open. Oh, yeah. And it goes right out to the pool. Because one thing I love about Palm Springs, there's not a bug in sight. Yeah. So I didn't get me a bug bite. No bug bites. Uh, you can leave the doors open all day if you'd like. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's hot as fuck. I'm telling you, that was the thing I don't like. It is hot as fuck. And we weren't even going during the hot season. Girl, that was not that hot while we were there. It burned my ass. Wow. So you, me, you actually have a tan right now. I can see it. Yeah. It's called a burn. So <laughs> <laughs> I went a day early to go and visit... Miss Alex and Miss Easton. Oh, yeah. I had to have a little alone time. Yeah. So what we went ahead and did is we went ahead and got us a convertible to, to drive out to Palm Springs. And guess what that did to my white ass? You were she burnt. came with the sunburn. She did come sunburned. Halfway on the trip, they were like, we should put on, Casey, you should put on some sunscreen because you're not going to feel the burn because we're in a fucking convertible. And you're right. just feeling cool air, which I was. And I was already burnt by then trash luckily it didn't get too bad now i did buy 100 spf the entire thing and i used all of it and girl that fucking bottle you used was an aerosol spray and let's be clear to the kids it whistled oh yeah (laughs) it was like a fucking bullhorn whenever i put it on i put it on and it said to me this is not sweet okay (laughs) okay okay that's what it said now, it was literally two and a half days of nothing but what? Drinking. Uh-huh. And? Fun and frolic. And? Uh, swimming. And Hot pool time. tubbing. Hot tubbing. But we were in the water most of the time. We were in the water most of the time. And I would say that clothes were on about uh, 60% of the time. So I'd say there was 40% where I don't know where people's clothes were. Now, how many times was your hole blown out? Never. Okay. I didn't even show my hole, unlike other guests of the trip. Okay? Because you know what? My hole, if you would have asked to see my hole, yeah. do you know what my hole would have said? Probably. Is it about sweetie? This is not sweetie, okay? <laughs> All I remember, and I'm not going to say who it was, but I saw three holes on this trip. And, and I was not expecting. One? Well, girl. Okay. So, girl, how did you spend your Saturday? Dead in the pool? Yeah. <laughs> she was floating. 
I, she died. I did. Right I had there. A lot, the, I had an entire Liberty Creek to myself. Yeah. Then I had an entire, what was it, Robert Shaw? Girl? No, girl. You, why do you got to go to Robert Shaw? That is two buck Chuck. Oh. We didn't have no two buck Chuck. What did I have? You had Rodney Strong Rodney Chardonnay. Strong. I had the entire Liberty Creek, then the Rodney Strong Chardonnay, and Alex was pimping me full of uh, mojitos all day. Yeah. She was turnt. I had a moment, kids, in the pool where I said, you know what? This life has been fun. Let me just lay back and just see what happens. Even though I was in a full body of water. Thank God she had a tube and floated. She wasn't in a tube, girl. You know what she had? What? Noodles. A noodle. That's she had a I noodle. Had. Yep. She was sitting on the noodle. I, had an, I remember a noodle behind the head and a noodle under the legs. Yep. So she could stay alive. Yep. Thank God. Yep. My favorite thing is that Mary Beth one morning was like, God, my shoulders hurt. I don't know why. Well, the day before, she was carrying everyone on her shoulders. Yeah. Now I was not me. Not me. I didn't, didn't get up there. You? Nope. Because I'm too heavy. No, girl. She's not heavy. She's my brother. <laughs> girl, you're trying to be cute with that. Yeah. That's what she did. Well, don't get too cute because if you get too cute, this is not sweetie. Okay. <laughs> That's what happens. Kate, now I had summer hummers by the pool. That's what I had. <sighs> Those were dangerous. They were. They tasted delicious. Sweet as pie, just like you're having a nice pina colada. You couldn't even taste the rum, but there were the four, second- shots, four shots of rum in it, bitch. Well, you could taste it after you had the second one of them. Okay. And then I you was, were laid out. I got fucked. I, what I learned, and I learn this every time we go on vacation, when I as a, as a friend group, when I come home, I go, I just pretended that I was 21. For four days, and I am almost 40. Oh, girl. Well, we have got a midsection coming up this week, kids, and this is an annual right oh, here. Yeah. This is an annual, and but we this have this time we've got our act together, and we're going to do it before the show airs. Yeah, that's true. We've learned. After. Yeah. You're not going to want to miss it. This is one we're educated on, and it's one we've got thoughts. Okay. Do you have prayers, girl? I'm not here for prayers. Okay. But thoughts. Okay. If someone tries to bring me a prayer, I'm going to have to say, girl. She clung to your tap shoes. That's what I would say. She flew through the other goddamn lime dirt. Or I would say this. This is not sweetie, okay? Okay. One of those two I would say. (laughs) Oh, girl. Let's go to our break, girl, so we can come back and talk about the Oscars. Uh, You're welcome back, kids. Now, I'm going to tell you, this is an important one here. Put on your finest gown. Yeah. Or your tuxedo. Get dressed up. And head over to Oscars Corner, because we're going to be talking this weekend's Oscars Ceremony. Now, the Ceremony Girl is on Sunday. Are you going to be watching? (laughs) I I will be watching. Now, this past Sunday, we could have gone to Oscars in Palm Springs and met some people from Falcon Crest. They had stars of Falcon Crest? They had the three female lead stars of Falcon Crest at Oscars in Palm Springs. Now I'm thinking that was about the, the tea dance we didn't go to. I'm thinking about getting into Falcon Crest when we finish Dynasty. How exciting is that? I Well, so kids, what we're doing this year is we're going to go through some of the big awards at the Oscars and we're going to cover a couple of things. Because we have thoughts. We have thoughts and we have prayers. I don't now, know about you having no prayers. I've never heard of a prayer out of you. <laughs> 
We are going to discuss the nominations, who we think are going to win the Oscars. So if you if you're in an Oscars pool, get your padlet out because yeah. we're going to give you some good options. Now, before you get before you do anything, I just want to point out we want a padlet, not a pad. You don't know about a padlet, girl? No, I don't know nothing about no padlet. You need to get educated. Okay. She's That's an online pad, a padlet oh. where oh. anyone can go on. Oh. We're going to tell you who we think is going to win the award, right. who we wish would win the award, and then who was snubbed. Okay. So, All girl, right. let's not cut. Let's not spend too much fluff. Let's get right into it. So, let's start with Meet. best actor in a supporting role. Right. Now, what I'm going to do here, girl, is I'm going to read off the nominees, and then we're going to discuss. Okay, cool. So, the nominees are Kieran Hines from Belfast, Jesse Plemons the Power of the Dog, Cody Smith McPhee, The Power of the Dog, Troy Kotzer, Coda, and J.K. Simmons being the Ricardos. Now, I got it, girl. I Thank you. That was just like you were doing the voiceover on the actual telecast. That's what I was going for. Yeah, it was good. I was going for an Emmy. Mm, she might, well. She might be considered. Uh, grabby, you might get a grabby. I'd be fine with it. <laughs> so, how many of these films have you seen, girl? Because okay. I think you have seen all of them, but Belfast. Did I've you see seen, Belfast? I've seen. I have not yet seen Belfast. Right. So you've seen all but the one performance. Right. Right. In this category, I think who I wish would win is going to be who wins. So it's a spoiler. Yeah. Okay. So I think that it's going to be, and it should be, uh-huh, uh-huh. Troy Kotzer from Coda. For Coda. Now, what yeah. I'm going to do right now, real quick, is I'm going to applaud for him. That's now, the viewers saw it. Good for you, girl. Yes. Applauding for him. I, yeah. you got to applaud for him. That's because I'm learning sign language. The viewers saw it. The viewers see this. Now, Coda is a film that I will be watching before Sunday, so I haven't seen it yet. I can't believe you haven't seen it either. I know. It's a shame. I, I'm but tell you, you an interesting... I know why you haven't seen it. Why? Because it's t- it looks TT to me. Yeah, that's why you've waited to watch but it. But I, l- but I live for Marley Matlin. Well, she's a very small part of this. I film. know. When you told me that, made me want to watch it less. But I will watch it. It 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 is a heart tugger. I have a few days to get it in, and I will because it's on the Apple TV Plus. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I had a very remember that night we were me, you, and Alex yeah. were in the hot tub, and yeah. then you went to bed at two o'clock, and I should have, and we didn't. And what Alex time did and you I go to bed? probably about four. So we stayed up and we were talking about all kinds of shit, but we got around to talking about the Oscars. Now, listen, we had an interesting conversation that I think I'm going to bring to the kids. With me in it before I went to bed at 2.15 or 2.30? No, we continued it on. Or is it the night that I passed out on the couch after an edible? (laughs) (laughs) This is not sweetie, okay? (laughs) That's what you did. The category is called Best Supporting Actor. Now... Out of the performances that I've seen. So I think of a supporting, just the word supporting is what you are doing is holding something up. Like that's the word support. Like a support to a building is holding it up so that it can stand. Okay. If I'm thinking of a supporting actor as a person whose role is to highlight those around them and to push forward the lead. I know where you're going with this girl. Jesse Plemons in The Power of the Dog. I knew it. Alex and I had a long conversation about this, and I also compare it to Catherine Keener from the film Capote. The definition of supporting actor 
if we're going for that, I feel like he should win. He's not going to win, nor do I want him to. But I think his performance is the definition of support. For sure. But if I was to choose who I wanted to win this category, I would want Cody Smith McPhee from The Power of the Dog, who is his little little twink. Well, yes. Um, and and a very out when he, actor. He's, he's straight. No, he's out. It's straight. Yes. Okay. So he did take that brave step. Yeah. Because he it looks is. gay. He acts it. And he <laughs> took this the powerful step. That's to what I'm saying. He owned, his, he owned his sexuality. Good for him. Good for him. Now, I also think Troy Kotzer is going to win. And who knows? If I see the film, maybe I'll be crazy over him. So we're both saying the winner okay. is going to be Troy Kotzer. And right. let's applaud for him. Yeah. The viewers now, saw. here's the question I have for you. Were there any snubs in this category, do you feel? Okay, I can think immediately of two. A big snub for this category is going to be Jason Isaacs from the film Mass. I, yeah. Okay. I mean, when he said, enough, I thought I'd lose it. How he is not winning this. I know. Okay, yeah. and my number two is going to be Richard Jenkins from The Humans. Where's his nomination? When he sat at that table and had to talk to his daughter. I don't want to ruin the film. Don't ruin it for him, Carol. Yeah. You know what? If Carol ruins one more thing, you know what I'm going <laughs> to... If she ruins one more thing... She's this ruined a lot. Sweetie, okay? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Who do you think is, is a snub here? I would say Jason Isaacs. I would yeah. agree. I would agree with that. I don't know if you would call Reed Bernie also. In I would call category. him supporting too, and he's snubbed as well. He, I would say he's probably snubbed as well. I put them all for supporting. I think that's the only fair way. The other one girl for me that was a snub was Robin DeJesus in Tick, Tick, Boom. He was good. He was so delightful and, and played the supportive best friend with the personal struggle that wasn't really... Allowing himself to feel and express. I, it was so good. He was good. I liked him a lot, too, to be honest. Well, girl, shall we move on to actress in a supporting role? Yes, please, girl. Okay, the nominees for this are Jesse Buckley in The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose, West Side Story, Judy Dench, Belfast, Kirsten Dunst in The Power of the Dog, and... Anjanu Ellis for King Richard. So before we get to the snubs, of which I have a few, um, who do you think is going to win this so award? So I think it's going to Ariana DeBose. Yeah. I mean, it's not even a question. She's won every single precursor that there is. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, I agree. And she's playing Anita. Yeah. I almost said Rita. But she's kind of playing Rita. Marino. Rita's role. She played Rita's role. Also a previous Oscar winner for the, for the role. role. Now, we had this talk in the hot tub, and I'm not afraid to tell the kids. Go go ahead okay. and talk, because I, I, I have thought further about my statement. Right. So I said in the hot tub, which I'm happy to share the kids so you can feel like you're in the hot tub with us. Yeah. Um, like so, you're in Palm Springs. Right. You probably will when I tell the story. Yeah. <laughs> so picture us in the hot tub. It's yeah. three of us. And, and it's, it's 1130 hot. at night. Right. And we're talking about the Oscars, as you do when you're gay and you're in Palm Springs in a hot tub at 3.30. Drunk. Yeah. So I said, uh, and let me be clear, Ariana DeBose is is great. She's phenomenal. And she's a lot of fun in the movie, and she she's good. Um, but here's my thing. Ariana DeBose is winning for a couple reasons. Number one, and I, I you know what? If you have a problem with it, you can email us at Painted Trash Podcast 
at gmail.com. But actually send your complaints to the Bell South. But <laughs> we'll check those between <laughs> Easter yeah. and Christmas. Yeah. I think she's winning for two reasons. Number one, it is an iconic role that already has won an Oscar in its original format. Number two, I think she fits a demographic that the Oscars would like to see up on that stage. Okay, she checks a couple of boxes. I do not in any stretch of the imagination think that she gives the best supporting actress performance of the year. I didn't even put her in my top five. Wow. I think it is a fine performance, but it should not be winning all these awards, kids. That's my opinion. Mark told me in the hot tub, he was like, but what about her at the rape scene? I still don't remember the rape scene, so that says a lot. Well, I don't know that it says anything about her other than your coldness to people who get raped. (laughs) (laughs) No, girl. I just forgot that happened because it didn't impact me. Well, which doesn't make any sense. Listen, Ariana DeBose did something none of those other actors had to do. She had to act, sing, and dance. Oh, girl, don't go here with me. Oh, I will go there with you. Because you're opening up a can of worms. Okay, go for it. Go ahead. Go for it. Finish your part. All right, so that's the first thing. So there is an added bonus for her to have had to do all of those things where the others didn't have all of that. Okay. Okay, so that's going to be first. Secondly, yes, it is an iconic role, but I would dare say that's a disadvantage because there are expectations from other folks of what was. That's valid. The order that she had to meet and or exceed in order to be seen in that role as successful. Rita Moreno won the fucking Oscar for that role. So she had to meet that or exceed. Right. That's and a valid the- point. To your first point of getting extra points for being able to sing and dance. Okay, go ahead and read somebody who does musicals, girl. Uh, girl, I've done musicals my whole life. Let's take Ariana DeBose, sit her in front of a piano, in front of her in-laws, and dare to tell me that she can give half the performance that Kirsten Dunst does in Power of the Dog. I'm going to tell you right now, she can't do it, but I bet you, and I told you this in the hot tub, so the kids are feeling like they're back there. Here's what. I, here's the challenge. If we give Kirsten Dunst 10 years to get full dance training, full singing training, choreographer to the stars, all the perks, I bet she could do that singing and dancing. Now, we give Ariana DeBose 10 years of acting training, monologue work, Blah, 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 blah. She can't give what Kirsten Dunst did. No one can tell me that she can. Okay. Well, nobody's going to tell you because you're not open to it. So there Correct. we Correct. Right. Okay. So we both think that Ariana DeBose is winning. Correct. And that's who you want to win, girl, without I even do. seeing The Lost Daughter I, I'm or not, King Richard. I'm not into saying that something I haven't seen is, gonna, is who I want to win. Right. I'm not going to do that trash. Okay, okay, so you've only seen so, the two performances and you prefer Ariana DeBose to Kirsten Dunst. I did see Jane Duty Stinch. <laughs> well, she's coming to the stage. Yeah. Okay? She's going to drop it down. <laughs> she's dropping it down to Queen of This Shit by Quaid Ash Girl. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what Jane Duty Stinch. Well, I want do. Kirsten Dunst to win, but I do think Ariana DeBose will win. Now, who are your uh, snubs? Because my number one, two, and three were all snubbed. Okay. <laughs> They were. <laughs> my top three of the year didn't get nominated. Okay, so my number one. We might even snub. Be. Yep. Fucking Anne Dowd. Dowd. Yeah. How is she not nominated for Mass? It is disgusting. Okay, that pause yeah. was everything. That's how grossed out I am. Yeah, 
So if we're in agreement on doubt. Ann Dowd, we're also in agreement on Martha, Martha Plimpton. Plimpton. Now, Martha we're Plimpton. Also from Mouse. Martha Plimpton is an underrated actress in general. Agreed. Okay. I love her work. Okay. Me now, too. We're talking Steppenwolf here. Okay. <laughs> we're talking 200 cigarettes. Yeah. We're talking the real O'Neills. Oh. We're talking the Goonies. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, you know who mine is for this? Uh, I, she is a Tony winning star. I knew you were going there with her. I knew you Jane were. Jane Howdy Show from The Humans. How is she not nominated? You know who else? Riley Keough from Zola, who we tried to beat into you to watch. So you need to watch it. Well, girl, let's keep going. So yeah. best actor. Let's look at that now. Now, I've seen all these nominees. I haven't seen all of them. I've missed two. I think you've only missed one, girl. Let me give them to you. Uh-huh. The nominees are Javier Bardem for Being the Ricardos, uh-huh. Benedict Cumberbatch from The Power of the Dog, mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield from Tick, Tick, Boom, not to be confused with Tick. Will Smith from King Richard and Denzel Washington from The Tragedy of Macbeth. So you've seen all but one. I have seen all but one. You're right. You're right. Yes. So I'm going to tell you who who I who is going to win. Okay, let's say it together on the count of three. Three, two, one. Will, Will Smith. Smith. Yeah. Now I have not seen. That's the one film I have not seen. King Richard. Don't say that's the one film you haven't seen, girl. In this have, category? Oh, yes, in this category. I mean, we just cleared that up for the kids, and now right. you want to confuse them again. Right. Making it sound like I'm ignorant. Ignant is the term. Okay, ignorant. <laughs> okay. I'm not trying to be ignorant. Right. Now, so are you going to watch King Richard before the Oscars, I will. girl? I will. Okay. Yep. I'm going to watch that in Belfast. Yeah, me too. So, I, I like the gesture. And I do think there is there has been snubs to Will Smith before. There have not. But here's the <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I haven't seen Concussion, but that's the one everybody was like, how is he not nominated? And I'm gonna tell you I know you like that one TT mess. I live for Independence Day, girl. Oh no, not that. You like the pursuit of happiness. No, no. No, no. I thought you did. Seven pounds. That's what you like. Seven I pounds. live for seven you pounds. You and my mother love that film. I fucking Cry every time. Here's the thing about King Richard. I am obsessed with the story because it is about Venus and Serena Williams, right. my two favorite athletes, right. well, tied with Oksana Bayol, of all time. And it is a very interesting story that her father, uh, their father came up with this plan and, and the girls uh, defied all odds. It's a great story. And it's a well-made film. But it's still a little lifetime film. So he's going to win an Oscar this year. And here's the thing. He's fine in the film. And he has some nice, really nice moments. So I'm not mad at it. But he would be my number four or five in the category. Right. And I shouldn't say right. Well, you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. As I'm going to rank this one. Okay, Okay. rank them, but you you can only rank one through four. Yeah, and I'll do one through four. Okay, rank them. My number four is Javier Bardem. Yeah, I would put him at five. I think he's dead last. He was too old for the role, first of all. He was fine. And he, he he was fine. He was fine. Okay, I um, put him in last. Two. I would put number four, girl. I think no, this, that was this, number four. So sorry, now you're number, on three. number three. I think you're going to be shocked by this. I'm putting Denzel next. That's exactly where where I was going to yeah. put him. Look, I love me some Denzel, and I think Denzel did a bang up job in the title role. He did. Okay, but 
the other performances left me a bit more shaken and stirred. And by performances, I would just say performance. And I'm talking about Catherine Hunter as the witch. Is uh, I, I wasn't talking about that. Oh, you mean the other performers in the group? In the group. I agree. Yeah. Okay, so who would you put as number two? Number two, and I know this is where we're going to differ, girl, and that's fine. My number two is the Cumberbitch, and that is my personal preference. You're, you're putting the, the singing and the dancing back in the top. It's, but I'm not, and, and, and I'll talk about that in a second. So I put, I put Benedict Cumberbitch in The Power of the Dog in number two. He'd be no, number, I would switch those two. I know. Yeah. Yeah. See, and I would put number one as Andrew Garfield. That's who I would like to see win. I'm saying that as someone who is not a fan of his work. As a rule. Now, girl, you know you liked him and Tammy Faye as well this year. Now, that between those two, he's sort of worked his way in. He's working his way up your ladder. I had a problem seeing him live. I know you did. Feigning gay yeah. in Angels in America, both right. parts one and two, because I saw the whole thing on a Saturday <laughs> in New York. So that's how I feel about that. Yeah. But you're putting it. See, I would put Benedict It's as a tight race one. between those two. I put him for number one because I think it was some stunning acting, and then I'd also put him at number one because I'd like to bend that over. Well, I, I don't okay. need him to bend over; just spread those legs. Uh oh. Okay. All right, girl. Let's move on to actress now. Yes. This is a biggie. Now the nominees for best actress are Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Nicole Kidman being the Ricardos, Penelope Cruz, Parallel Mothers. Olivia Coleman, the lost daughter, and Kirsten, Kristen, excuse me. Yeah, so you're trying to get her in there too. Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Now, I will be seeing Penelope Cruz and Parallel Mothers by the time you've listened to this. I have not seen it as of the moment, but I've so seen it. So you're going to see Parallel Mothers, girl, before you watch Coda? Oh, yeah. I'm going to watch Parallel Mothers before Coda, but I'm going to watch both of them. Okay. But I'm more interested in Parallel Mothers, okay? Because I like Penelope. And her husband's nominated, and so is Kirsten's husband, Jesse Plemons. It's kind of cute. Nominees the same year. Kind of cute. Where's Keith Urban's nomination for that hair? <laughs> Why isn't he nominated for song? Why isn't she made one of his songs a, a title hit. song in his in her movies? Why aren't they working together? I don't know. Maybe they're on their way to divorce, girl. Well, he did have a drinking problem. She stayed with him. He had a drug problem, too, and she said, I'll stay with you. But, but get help. Get help and don't get a new haircut. Stick with that one. That's what she said. Now, girl, this is a tight category. It, it is. Now, I, there are two films I haven't seen in here. Oh. Oh, you haven't still seen The Lost Daughter. No. You should. It's on Netflix, so it's it nice is. and easy for it you. It is nice and easy. And Parallel Mothers is now streaming, too. It is? Mm-hmm. On what? I believe it's HBO. Perfect. Because I was going to spend a coin. Well, you might have to spend a coin on, on Jeff Bezos. You could watch it there. It, she is out on Blu-ray on Bezos, but I would like to see it. So I'll find a way because it's Pedro de Malovar. Okay. Okay. So for me, Who I do you want that, to win? Well, then I'm only looking at three. So we're talking Jessica Chastain, girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're talking Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. And? And Kristen. Kristen Dunst. Oh, you know what? Stuart. No, Kristen Stewart. So Jessica, Nikki, and Kristen. And Kristen. You've seen. I've seen those three. Right. I so I'm just gonna say who I think should win, and I'm not gonna talk about it really. Um, I I do think that I'm I'm gonna have to go for Jessica Chastain. Oh, so you changed from the pool in Palm Springs? 
If you had said <sighs> it's someone a, else, for me, it's a toss-up in who I think is going to win. Oh, are we talking think or want? Th- oh, I'm sorry, think. Think. I think Jessica Chastain is going to win. I'm starting to get... Now, she just won the Critics' Choice. Group. Yeah, I know. She, that's why I'm saying SAG and Critics' Choice. Right. I'm, I'm thinking that she may win. I am still... See, I don't want Miss Jeffrey to listen to this and choose all my answers to the Oscar poll because I still need a little way to win in the end. But I am between Jessica and Olivia Coleman. Oh, now see, I used to be between Jessica and Nicole Kidman, but I've seen Olivia Coleman come in before and snatch a trophy. She for sure. Now, who do you want to win? Real quick, we're, who I, going. we're going real long. I'm gonna say I, who should have won. Who should win is Nikki. I, I love Nikki. I, Nikki in this role Agreed. was completely different than we've ever seen her before. Ever, And that, for me, is what's so shocking. That's why I think it's between Nicole. Nicole Kidman? Yeah. Okay. And Jessica Chastain, because both women mm-hmm. lost their personalities yeah. and completely inhabited these people who were real life Right, folks that we are familiar with. I think I'll, I want Jessica to win, but I'm honestly happy with any of them because Kristen Stewart was amazing, and I'm sure that I'm going to love Penelope Cruz, girl. So let's real quick just go through picture, okay? Oh, now I need to do director. Girl, we're already at I know. 35 I minutes. I live for the director category, though, girl. I'll take it over. All right, so in the best director category, girl, and we're just going to fly through this one, we've got Kenneth Branagh of Belfast, Raisuke Hamaguchi mm-hmm. for Drive My Car, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, yep. Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog, right? and Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. Well, this is the, I'm telling you right now, this is the point of the Oscars where you could turn it off and know who the winner was. Right. Where it doesn't even matter. For these last two. Maybe not the big one, but Mm. her director is sewn up. It is. Although she made a fool of herself. She she absolutely did. And I'm sorry. I watched it too. Were you like. She made a fool of herself. She looked, she, it, mm. First of all, she's she going to be a, paying for that for a while. First of all, she made a fool of herself with her outfit. Okay? <laughs> Go fig. She wore a fucking blue velour muumu and a pair of men's dress shoes. Now, I'd be fine with it if it looked nice. It looked wrinkled. Okay? And her hair was fried. Let's be clear, though. Jen Campion is an icon. She is. She has film after... Girl, she has the piano. She is an iconic director, but she did go up on the stage and try and compare herself to Venus and Serena and make a fool of herself. Because she said, Venus and Serena, you're marvels, but you don't have to compete against the guys like I do. Okay. Serena kind of giggled at it. Venus looked like she was ready to light that ass up. <laughs> because here's a couple <laughs> That's of That's what things. I love. She, keep her away from the car. <laughs> I'm going to have her click her dentures back in and have a seat. Yep. And at the Oscars, you need to write the speech, bitch. Don't come up there and say, now, why did she go? Why did she go there, girl? Because you can tell Sam Elliott got her turned. Well, she did call him a little bitch on the red carpet. (laughs) Now that I liked. So I gave her some points back. Okay. So moving on to the biggie. Yeah. Leading the pack. Belfast. Let's give them a star ranking from one to five. Belfast. Haven't seen it yet. Haven't seen it. But I will by the time this is being aired. Coda, four. Out of five? Okay. Don't Look Up. Zero. Four. Oh, my God. Drive My Car. I'll be seeing it this weekend. Me too. Dune. 
3.3. Didn't see it. Well, you got to watch it, girl. It's nominated for like 15 things. King Richard. Two and a half. Didn't see it. Licorice Pizza. Didn't see it yet. Didn't see it either. <laughs> Nightmare Alley. Out of five? Out of five. 4.89. I'd give it a 4.5. Yeah. Power of the Dog. 4.7. I would give that a 4.8 for yeah. sure. It's good. Um, and lastly, West Side Story. 2.79. 4.5. Okay. So then your, you, <clears throat> your favorite is Power of the Dog. By these rankings. By these rankings. And mine is Nightmare Alley. Yeah. yeah. Those are my two favorites. Nightmare Alley and Power of the Dog. I, they are my favorites, in fairness. And then Coda's not far behind. I but really you had West Side Story. In I, I, sorry, that's what I meant. And West Side Story. And okay. I did like Coda. Coda is going to be over four stars for me. Coda. Yeah. I love Coda. Let's applaud for them. Now, do you know what Coda stands for? Child of Deaf Adult. Get it, girl. Get it. Of course. Because Marley Matlin has four coda. She told me that in her speech once. Oh, in her speech. Not that she told you. She told the world. She told the world in her speech. I live, you know who I live for? Marley Matlin and her uh, interpreter, Jack, who's been with her for like 25 years. Yeah, years and years. I live for Jack. Yeah. He's yep. a special kind of gay. So. Before we go, I'm gonna we're gonna say one the person we are most excited to see on the red carpet girl. Who are you most excited to see their look? I know mine, Miss Billy Porter. You think she'll be invited, girl? I you know what I think she'll be there. Hmm. Why would she be there? She's an actor. They're just gonna bring any old actor. She's a list girl. But for the Oscars girl, she's got a feature film coming out next year. She's got to go hopping up. I mean, she very well may be she invited. She just directed. She just closed up a direction. And I can't remember whether. <laughs> she closed up a direction. It was left on LaSalle Street, but she did. I, can't, it was, I think it was in Alabama or, or Missouri somewhere. But she just finished directing a project. And it's going to be coming out next year. Girl, could you at least pick someone who's nominated or going to be presenting? Now you're going to talk about nominators. No, it could be a presenter they, or a movie. Let's go with a movie star. Billy Porter is a movie star girl. She was just in Cinderella. Oh, trash. Now that You didn't actually, even see it. That, no, and I won't. Okay. I can't. Sorry. You didn't see it either. I did. Absolutely. And it was garbage. It was. But she was a highlight. <laughs> now, who I want to see the most is Lady Gaga, because she's presenting. Yeah, I'm sure. And she's also trash. Oh, well, girl, the, she was garbage in that movie. And thank God she was snubbed. But she'll turn a red carpet for you. She she does turn in a red carpet. You know who I actually would be very excited to see there? Who? Kate Blanchett. She always oh, yeah. she always brings a fashion. She does. It, whether it's good or bad, I yeah. have feelings about it. And it's usually good. As a rule. Now, you know who will bring a bad fashion that I love? Tilda Swinton. She'll come out looking <laughs> like a crazy mess ostrich wannabe bird. You know who I... And I know, live for every look. You know who always looks a wreck? John Travolta and his hair plugs. Well, you know who's always going to look bad when she's on a red carpet? Oh, who? Franny. Oh, yeah. She's disheveled. And she didn't give a fuck. <laughs> she won't even take a shower before. Watch it with us this Sunday. It's hosted by Amy Schumer. Love it. Regina Hall. Love Regina And Wanda Hall. Sykes. And now, I live for Wanda Sykes. Me too. The LGBTQ plus IA. 
oh, yeah. is going to be represented on the stage. It's going to be a fun night. So don't forget to tune in and watch, and then we'll read the winners later. Yeah. And we'll read the fashions. Well, we will. Go ahead and follow us on the social medias too and put your predictions in our comments. That's what we want to see. Okay? That's what we need to see. So, kids, whatever and whoever you're voting for for these Oscars and whoever you think got snubbed, let us know who you think got snubbed because we got to watch some shit. Okay? Get excited. And we'll be right back to paint the trash. back and since we ran along with that oscar talk we're gonna jump right in because we have brought the brushes we've brought the canvas i've got a couple easels in the corner it's time for trash Trash talk in court saying that there was no hoax and again Smollett's final words as he was escorted out of the courtroom convicted and now sentenced to time behind bars were that he was still innocent Gabe and Jesse when being told that we now have part of that outburst let's play it no I would just like to say to your honor that I am uh, I am not suicidal that's what I was about to say okay I am not suicidal Okay. I am not suicidal. I am innocent, and I am not suicidal. If I did this, then it means that I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over 400 years, and the fears of the LGBTQ community. Your Honor, I respect you, and I respect the jury, but I did not do this. Okay. Okay. Now, kids. Now, it's a wreck. So, we're following up on the Jussie Smollett case happening right here in the backyard. Yes. If you want more details on this, we did a whole episode of it. Yeah, we sure did. If you missed it, feigned a hate crime. And so, it was taken to court. The jury heard the evidence, and he was convicted uh, of 150 days in jail. Uh He was also convicted... uh, uh, with having to pay over $25,000 in fees to the city, okay? Right, right. Now, girl, at the sentencing, you heard what he said. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you why he said that. Okay. So he's kept repeating, I am not suicidal. That's what I needed to hear, because I was like, now, I didn't even hear he was suicidal. Now, the reason that he's saying that, girl, is because of old girl, Jeffrey Epstein, who went up into the in the prison and hung himself. What he is trying to put into people's heads is that he is in danger, by going to jail. And so that if he dies in jail, it's not because he's suicidal, but because he's murdered. So what he's doing is he's setting up another crime to happen against him in prison because guess what happened? He served six days of his five-month sentence. And just today, as we are recording, he walked out of the Cook County Jail, flanked by supporters who shepherded him into a backseat of an SUV. Now, what happened is... His attorneys filed a plea with the appellant court saying that Mr. Smollett was in danger inside of the prison because of his LGBTQ standing as he is an African-American and because of the background of the case. Therefore, he was removed from prison and is now going to be held. Legal experts in Illinois 
said that he will now be held in custody, and while he is held in custody, they are not going to be in a hurry to get the pro- to get the uh, charge back in front of the prison. So what basically he and his attorneys are trying to do is hold out 150 days in house arrest so that he can then go to court and say that he's already done time served so that he doesn't have to serve any time in jail. Okay? So again, uh, like if I'm reading between the lines here, what he's done again is say that there's going to be a crime committed against him so that he can get out of something else. And that's what I think on this. It's hard, girl. The prison system is very, very unfriendly to the LGBTQ. Right. And so I also, is, it, is it problematic? I think it's a problematic one way or the other. I'm just saying he went in front of a court. The jury heard the evidence. The judge got the verdict from the jury. And I believe that the judge gave him a laxed sentence. 150 days? Well, what I, what I would question... Is where is he going to be in house arrest? And what does he have access to? Right. Moral of the story is this. Don't fake your own hate crime. Okay. If you don't do that, you might not be in this particular situation. That I would agree. That I would agree. You shouldn't do that. Shouldn't do that. So uh, my eyes are on this. All I will tell you, girl, is Jussie Smollett's attacker is back out on the street. The attacker is him, but he's on the street. <laughs> exactly. okay? Thank you for and putting what I, that off for everybody, girl. <laughs> what I will also tell you is I think the career's done. Probably right. I think she's pretty much already done. Now, what do you have for me, girl? Girl, I got to tell you, to close us out this week, girl, because we're keeping it short. Yeah. There is a new popular visitor hitting up a Popeye's <gasps> in southern Louisiana. Now, it would be me if I lived there because I live for Popeye's. Now, in Slidell, Uh Louisiana girl. I think I went to school with her. Okay, people are lined up, and it's not because of the chicken sandwich. Okay, now we've been. Were the fries with the honey girl? No, but you know what? You know what, girl? Do you remember the days when we we taste taste tested right here? It was good too. It was good as hell. Have you had one since? Yeah. Oh, please. On the regular. I've had a few. (laughs) Okay, that's right. Well, it's not for that friggin' chicken sandwich that people are lining up at the damn Popeye squirrel, at least in Slidell, mm-hmm. Louisiana. Well, girl, it's because they have spotted a little house that's been built in the parking lot. Uh-oh. You guessed right, girl. There's a chicken coop right outside of the Popeye's. A chicken? Yeah, a chicken coop outside of the Popeye's that serves chicken. They're killing the chickens in the driving lot? No, girl. They've got a pet chicken rooster named Rocco. Okay. What? That's just sitting there for people to drive by and pet? Yeah. So apparently, girl, Rocco showed up out of the blue. Oh, he just wandered over. Yeah, back in September. Whoa. Okay. Displaced. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's about six months already. Okay. Has been... At this Popeyes in the drive-through, out bucking around, yeah, yeah, right out there at the Sladell Popeyes parking lot, right. So they're, I mean, going in the drive-through, right up to the pull-up door, and all kinds of shit. But Rocco's been there since September when he was displaced by Hurricane Ida. Oh, okay. So the hurricane took his home. They built him a new home outside of the Popeyes. Okay. 
Thank God. And you know when those cars come up and try and interrupt his home, I bet he says, (laughs) (laughs) Well, the general manager, Mahasin Shepard, has pondered the question, where did that chicken come from? Right. Who has chickens around in this day and age? So we looked around the neighborhood and, and we was like, it's not our chicken. I imagine that there are people in Louisiana that might have a little chicken business. Oh, for sure. Now, what I think is funny, okay, is there's a, a, a little gal who was interviewed girl. Her name is Shannon Dardard. Hey, girl. She says, when I have my grandson, I roll down the window and I'm like, look at that chicken. It's almost like looking at a cow at a Chick-fil-A. But right. the complete opposite. Right. Because <laughs> you're eating his sister. Right. I think it's cute, but I also think he's a glutton for punishment because he's hanging out of a... It would be like us hanging outside of Jeffrey Dahmer's house. Because he, what he loved to do was eat a gay man. That's for sure. Now, you know, I, this is why I'm thinking he might be there. Because they're hiring. They're hiring. Right. Yeah. So he's, he's, gonna, he's looking for a job, looking for some coin. Right. Okay. Well... Maybe you'll get a job get your cooking coin up his where friends. You want. Yeah. Get your coin where you can get it, Rocco. You yeah. better work. You better work. I thought it I was hilarious. That is funny. Now, before we go, girl, recommendation. I need one. <sighs> now, girl, is this a recommendation no, or I'm is giving, it a recommendation? I'm giving you a recommendation. All right. I knew you would. Mine, you're going to have to sit there for the whole fucking day. Oh, shit. A whole day? Mine is a three-part Oof. documentary series not a documentary series now each part is an hour and a half girl so that's gonna put you in for four and a half hours okay and it is none other than genius a kanye trilogy on netflix now i've heard i've heard you talked about this in the hot tub now girl so this is a documentary on kanye west um there is a documentary filmmaker named Cootie. Okay. Hey, Cootie girl. Now, he followed Kanye West before he was famous up until now, but he was really stuck with him for about 15 years. And this documentary follows him as he's trying to get his first record deal. It follows him through his fame. And then the last part, it's following him through the crazy shit that he's doing now. So it's a little wild. But if you are a performer... If you are a creative, if you are a writer, if you just enjoy music of any kind, you got to watch this series. I don't If you're care. interested in mental health, watch If it. you're interested in mental health. Oh, yeah. If you're interested in religion. If you're interested in the birthday party. Yeah, that is mentioned. Now, I almost feel, because you know I'm a huge fan, a conflicted uh-huh. fan because he's just getting crazier and crazier. Just, just this week, he's been kicked off Instagram. Okay, because he's a damn mess. But I think this documentary is (laughs) partially created for people who aren't fans to kind of get why he does have fans still to this day. I would challenge you to watch it, girl. I'm not going to say that you have to watch all three parts, but once you watch one part, you will watch all three parts. Maybe. If you're a fan or if you're not a fan, you've got to watch it. It's called Genius, and it's spelled weird. It's J-E-N-Y-U-H-S. Okay. So it's a mess. Yeah. But. Just like him. It, it, I was in tears. Oof. Multiple times. His relationship with his mother, Donda, girl. Now, you know who I want to know about the relationship? Him and Kim. That's covered, but not a, it's more about him. 
So I highly recommend it to everyone within the sound of my voice. Okay, mm-hmm. what's your recommendation that I'm gonna I, do that what I might watch? I, I'm going to do what you did to okay. the Gilded Age. I'm going to give it 15 minutes. Yeah, give it 15. Oh, you won't be able to turn it off after 15. It won't be the Gilded Age with old wrinkled-ass white lady complaining about the laundry. Okay, I'm, I'm telling you right now, that show, I love it. Okay. Um, but my recommendation this week, girl, we're talking Bella Heathcote. Oh, I watched this episode J- one. Jacob Scipio. What a star. And Tony Colette. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is on Netflix. Netflix. It's called Pieces of Her. Now, did you watch it all? I watched the entire oh, thing. you have. It is a total, I believe it's eight, eight. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Watched all eight episodes, girl. And the whole show, Pieces of Her, is in every episode, you learn a little piece of her. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's about... A, <laughs> it's a, Don't give me any spoilers. I'm not going to. It's a story about a daughter who is part of a traumatic event that sparks... A little bit of question in the who her mother is. And she spends the entire oh, yeah. show. I'm telling you, girl. So she, I, we've only seen the first episode. It, she tapes her whole shows over it. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you this, girl. Yeah? And this won't be a spoiler if the kids haven't seen it. Yeah. But in that first episode when they were in that hospital, girl, and she said, I'm kicking your ass out of the house, I said, I know why that is. Something's about to happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, a little bit. I was a not going, the mom is mean kicking her daughter out of the house. I was going, uh-oh, her fucking ass just showed uh-oh. up on TV, and she's about to have somebody come. Uh-oh. But you don't know who, and you don't nope. know why. But I knew. But you know what? You know what? I didn't, and it was shocked to were, find out. What? That those weren't her bangs? <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, I told Miss Jeffrey, I go... You can watch this show while I'm gone. Because he was like, I'm going to watch a show while you're gone. And then he was like, well, let's watch the first episode together. And I was like, okay. And then we watched it and I said, you can't watch this. You have to save it for when I get back. I told you, Tony Colette. Well, I love her in anything. Okay. Well, that's why you should have known you shouldn't have left Miss Jeffrey watch it on her own. There is a very, a character actor, an older character actor girl who's in this show. When you look at him, we're all like, oh, we know who that is. Terry O'Quinn. Oh, I love Terry O'Quinn. Okay, now he's from Lost. He's the stepfather. Girl, he is the lead in the horror series from the 80s called The Stepfather. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about in Pieces of Her. No, I haven't met him yet. Yeah, so... Stepfather's black. Terry O'Quinn, this is something, girl. Now, if you ever watch The Stepfather from the 80s, it begins with Terry O'Quinn's dick, which surprised me. Okay, it's a... Why haven't I Full seen this? Full frontal. You and don't like horror. Was it impressive? I wasn't expecting all that. Okay. Yeah. So there's some size to it? It was a flopper. Huge bush. Oh, okay. But even you know it's a big dick when you have a huge bush and it still hangs out? Yeah. Because you know a big bush will take off an inch or two. For sure. <laughs> and he was still flopping up. Okay. Now, did, have you seen American Gigolo? Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's a full frontal Richard Gere, and he had a full bush. And he basically had a mushroom coming out of the forest. There it was. Yeah. He didn't have a Terry (laughs) O'Quinn. And he certainly didn't have a Joe Biden. (sighs) Well, kids, thank you so much for listening. We're going to close it out with that. It's about on par. Yeah. Okay. So, first of all, girl... 
tell these kids what it means to follow, like, or subscribe. Well, it means the world to us. And you can follow us on Painted Trash Pod on Instagram or Twitter. Head over to Facebook, Painted Trash Podcast. You can email us at paintedtrashpodcast at gmail.com or visit our website, which is www.paintedtrashpodcast.com. The best thing you can do right now is to stop listening to this episode because it's over. Okay, so it's basically done. Go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and give us a nice, cute review. You can also click subscribe if you're listening anywhere else so that you never miss an episode, okay? Okay. That's the spiel. That is the spiel, girl. The spiel, girl. Yes, girl, yes. All right, well, kids, thank you so much for listening. This one's been a treat. It, it, we ran a little long, but I think it was worth it for the quality content. Right. And if someone tells me that I'm running long, this is not sweetie, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be back next week with an all-new episode for you kids. And remember, kids, if you're going to talk trash, you better paint it. Roll that theme. <laughs>